everybody, and welcome back to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host today, Rhonda Cimarelli. I am a certified transformational coach working with mompreneurs to create new systems for increased time, energy, and money. Today's episode is brought to you again from my outside office. So as we go, please know that you might hear the wind chimes in the background. You might hear the birds. The frogs are not usually out yet, but there's a good chance that we might have some geese flying by. Well, anyway, I want to just say, holy cow. Oh my gosh, the last few days have been quite the ride. Talk about excitement, fear, exhilaration, tears, just to name a few. And that was all within about three hours. I mean, phew, makes me a little nuts just saying it again. So you might be asking, Rhonda, what's going on that caused all these mixed emotions in such a short time? So I want to give you a little insight as to what was going on with my life the last few days. Well, it seems that I've been invited to be a part of an amazing opportunity. I'm now a co-author in a book. The book contains 40 chapters of 40 amazing women, all of whom are over the age of 40. And the book (laughs) might be called The 40-40 Rules. Wisdom from 40 Women Over 40. I've always heard that with age comes wisdom, so I know this book is going to be jam-packed with all kinds of wisdom, and it will have so much to offer. I do hope that you'll check out the book during the summer. Well, anyway, as a part of my editing duties for the book, I was in need of finding a few people, friends preferably, that would volunteer to help me out with some editing. You know, I need some spell check and some grammar, maybe even a little structure. I do enjoy reading, however, correcting my own work sometimes gets overlooked. I have been known to make a typo here and there, and, you know, I say perfection is overrated, except when it goes in permanent print, and of course that's time for a well-edited chapter. Well, anyway, I simply needed another set or two of eyes to take a look and check for that grammar and spelling. I mean, I know who the audience is, and I answered the questions the way I did for a reason. I was writing like I do for the show. You know, I'm having a conversation with you. The chapter is my thoughts on seven specific questions. So here's what happened. Uh, The first woman that responded saying that she would take a peek, then also let me know right away what her fees were for editing per hour. I was a little taken back at first, I guess I thought it's a document of a thousand words and I was I thought I asked for a favor. But anyway, I respect that. We all have to do what we're really good at. The next few people didn't have time to look. I was beginning to get worried because I was in such a time crunch. I mean, I didn't trust my own eyes and I really did need somebody else's opinion about did you misspell something? Do you have enough commas? Do you have punctuation properly? Well, after that, I was able to reach out to a former coworker who's also a teacher. I was really, really happy that she agreed. And I will admit, that opened up the first wave of that line of anxiety and fear for me. As I said, it's a former coworker. My head started playing games with me. You know, what will she think of the document? What will she think of me? How do I sound? Do I sound smart? Does this sound stupid? I don't know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Anyway, the first question she asked me was, who is the audience intended for? And then proceeded to tell me that the audience can impact how casual the writing can be. My first thoughts were, yes, I know the audience. I know who they are. 
and it probably doesn't encompass you, and I'm pretty sure the actual audience will appreciate the answers. That would be you guys. Yes. <laughs> um, she's very sweet, um, just not part of my tribe. Well, the next set of eyes came from a man, not just any man, and I've known him for about 25 years. He is ex-military, an avid reader, and a good friend of my husband's. I knew immediately that this would be a different opinion and another set of eyes, probably very beneficial. But honestly, that caused another wave of anxiety and fear because I don't really think he has a clue as to what I'm doing for my business now. And the first question he texted me was, is this for school or a job? And I thought, well, of course. In his eyes, I've been the stay-at-home mom and... I don't even know if he knew what kind of business I had before. Uh, I think he knew I retired and started something new. So of course, why would he think that these questions and answers would be content for a chapter in a book? Right? Go figure. How exciting. Well, the whole day caused a slew of emotions, like I said, fear, anxiety, and that caused tears. And then I was really excited about the possibilities. My husband had no idea what to do with me. So why did all this happen? Well, here's what I noticed. It would appear as though I was giving each person some kind of authority and power over me. And I was giving way too much value to that opinion. I mean, yes, I did want the opinion to share about knowledge for the English language and structure to help me make sure I wasn't missing anything. Because honestly, I didn't really trust myself. And again, I do make mistakes, and that's why I needed somebody else's eyes. Well, I also noticed the anxiety was only there until I received the documents back with their suggested corrections. Now, I think we all fall victim to these feelings, some of which can be the feeling of inferiority from time to time. The difference is how long you allow these feelings to control you and how long it takes you to get back into action. You know, once upon a time, this very scenario could have easily stopped me dead in my tracks. I mean, to have somebody read my deepest thoughts and feelings and then make corrections, oh, would have made me sick to my stomach. I probably would have quit because I would have felt so incompetent, to say the least. You know, Eleanor Roosevelt said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. It took me a long time to really understand what that meant. I mean, how can she say, no one can make you feel inferior? when in fact, I know it's happened to me on more than one occasion. You know, I think we touched on this topic about other people's opinions and letting go a while ago. But for today, we'll say opinions. You know what? They are just that, an opinion. We all have one. It doesn't make it right, doesn't make it wrong. It just is. The only thing that really matters is the validity that you assign to that opinion. You know, I did take into consideration the suggestions for structure changes, and I definitely corrected the spelling and grammar. So why am I sharing all of this with you today? Well, I guess one reason is I really want you to know that everybody goes through these feelings just like me, just like you. And I will say there's a big difference now in how I process and handle this type of situation versus how I would have handled it years ago. I mean, if you can even imagine just a few short years ago, I would never, ever, ever consider putting myself out in the public eye. I used to be afraid to be heard on a conference call for Pete's sake. I was way too shy and way too timid, 
and other people's opinions really did matter way too much. If I were to get negative feedback, I probably would have taken it very personally. No, I know I would take it personally back then. And then I would have magnified it to the point of creating what is called a generalized belief. One that said, I'm not good enough, and that must be what everybody thinks about me. Have you ever done that? Learning to let go of what others think isn't something that happens overnight. It takes time and practice through awareness and understanding. Letting go of other people's opinions might include, but certainly not limited to, opinions about you, your life, the government, politics, child-rearing, fashion, not to mention the podcast you choose to listen to. So why does it matter? Let go of what others think you should do, be, and have. I mean, whose life is it anyway? Yours or theirs? Let them live life their way, and you can focus on what's important to you. Well, this is where I can circle back around and remind you, just like the show says, you can design the life of your dreams. Now, let me ask you, do you believe there's a glass ceiling? Do you believe everyone is evil or out to get you? Or do you believe that you can do, be, and have anything that you want and that the majority of people are good-hearted and wanted to help? Well, here's a newsflash. We all live in the same world, and how you choose to see it is up to you. Well, I feel like maybe that would be a good place to stop today. Sounds like talking about beliefs might be a good subject for next time, what they are and how they're formed and how they affect our daily lives. So for today, I just want to say thank you once again for spending your time with me. I so much appreciate you. As you know, I'm always open for suggestions about content and your thoughts. Leave a message below if you're listening on the website or send me a message at Rhonda at A Balanced Life For You. If you found this content to be valuable, be sure to give it a five-star rating because it really does make a difference. And of course, tell your best friend to listen too. And we'll see you next week.